Stay tuned to the end of this episode of the Big Eyes Podcast for a very important announcement. The Big Eyes Podcast. I'm good. I'm tan. I came back from real vacation. That was fun. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We were supposed to drop on 4th of July, but I was just like, you know what? This is a hey, man. national <laughs> holiday. So everybody, everybody's off. You know what? Big Eyes doesn't drop on the days the post office is closed. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the post, post office is closed. We're not dropping. Yeah. Um, but nah, man. Happy happy to be back. Another... another uh, Round of summer at Kame's. Yeah, man. And, um, this this one is gonna be a very fun one. Like this is a a good summer at Kame's. Uh, this series that we're gonna talk about later. But, it's very fitting. It's yeah, just just yeah. a very fitting conversation. But um, I mean, being gone for a week, there's a lot that has happened. A lot of things that we we missed out on on talking about, like news wise. Before yeah. we get into uh, before we get into our our discussion. But uh, but nah, man, the 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 manga that we were talking about today, like we said, is a very fitting, and like, if y'all don't know, this is gonna be the Bakuman episode. Yeah, but yeah. it's the things that there that are discussed in this manga are very accurate in what happens in you know. It's the not manga even. Industry. It's like it's, it's like, not even more about the manga. Like obviously, read the manga. The story is good. The character yeah, is good. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. lot of there's a lot of great things that they do in this manga. But this is like. There's so much behind the scenes stuff to me that has happened with this manga and so many things like that, like that are that's just very interesting to me. And yeah. so I'm I'm really I'm I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah. But before then we can talk about um some news segments like, you know, this week we have the return of Fujimoto and Chainsaw Man Part Two. We're back. We got, <laughs> we're back. On we Tuesday. We we got some uh, what's it called? We got some previews. It look I don't okay. So some previews leaked. Yeah, some new art. It looks like from what I've seen, it's a it's chainsaw woman now. Yeah. So I'm 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 excited to see what happens with that. Like we you know they don't show Denji in any of the. Um, like in this little leech preview, but they do show a woman holding a chainsaw, and then like Denji's chainsaw man form, just the head though is there, but it's more kind of highlighting the the girl that is that is staring him down in the face. So, are we getting a new chainsaw man? Is there a new holder? Is there a new yeah, successor? Yeah. Is this or is that um you know are we jumping to the future is this the girl that got that has the control demon now is she now and got is she double demoned up yeah so you know i don't know man i i'm i'm 
I'm you really know. interested to see where this goes, man. We only got a couple of days. Like, you guys get this episode. It'll be out tomorrow. And we're finally yeah. here. We are finally, we're finally here. here. Listen, the anime is a myth. So <laughs> they talk about showing previews at uh what is it? Uh the Tokyo or whatever. They're talking about showing more previews. So we may man, see something they ain't showing about it. nothing. I'm <laughs> once again, these things don't exist until we see them. All right. Supposedly there's supposed to be another um there's supposed to be another preview being shown at what con is it or what expo is it on in August, early August. Yeah. Uh but other than that, I don't I don't yeah. I feel like it's coming, man. It, they wouldn't be trying to show so many previews, but at the same time, like it's Mappa, man. Like they do you think they're gonna show the full run? Like like because we also got the recent end of Spy Family and they're taking a small break before they start the, the second half of this season. So they could do it something like that. Do you think we'll get it like that? Or do you think they will try to give us the full entire run in one go? Even though I know you think this is a myth, but like. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it is it's, not. it's not. I'm telling you, bro. Chainsaw Man doesn't exist until episode one is out. I promise to God. This is. Chainsaw oh, Man, shit. the anime is Detox album. <laughs> it doesn't exist until once again episode one is out. When episode one is out for me to view, I, even if they give us a release date, I don't believe it until we get. You know, I, I need it. I need episode one. I need to visually be watching it. I it needs you. to be all by TV screen. I feel you. I I I understand. Like, but until then, we get to see. The part two and we're gonna have it in our hands that won't be a myth coming soon so yeah man yeah so uh but no i mean fujimoto though he's back chainsaw man's coming back he gave us a nice little one shot uh yeah. shout out to the artist that he collaborated with that did a great job of capturing his style um it was a story by fujimoto art by Oto toda mm-hmm. just um, listen to the song yeah just listen to the song it's kind of cool. It was a nice little short joint. I don't like Fujimoto's really good at just invoking emotion out of like things. Like yeah. I wasn't even expecting this like to be a. It it yeah. didn't have that Fujimoto. It had that small Fujimoto charm, but it wasn't something that was out there. Like it just wasn't super heavy. Hair. Like yeah, kinda, yeah. It, it, it was a quick little read, a quick little something. But you're like, okay, you could tell Fujimoto wrote this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Put out a um, kid puts out a video, a love song video. It's a confession video. Sends it to his crush, and everybody on the internet thinks it's like some conspiracy. They make up different theories about it. It's a it's a fun little read. Uh, man, it's yeah, it's great. Very very Fujimoto. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Fujimoto, though, once again, mm-hmm. great. You got you got some big stuff coming, and you know where we're, we're back. There's a uh, there's a character who I I liken to Fujimoto and Bakuman though like I'll, I'll talk about him when we get there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, R.I.P. Kazuki Takahashi, aka yeah. the creator, uh, the mangaka behind Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, man. Um, okay, I got it. I mean, confession of that I've probably made a thousand million times on this uh show of me not ever really being heavy into Yu-Gi-Oh. But 
RP to the mess. I mean, yeah. like you can't you can't deny the influence. You can't deny yeah, the yeah, influence. Yeah. You can't deny the importance that it had. You can't deny like like you, he really had he had niggas playing card games, bro, with like monsters on them. Like I mean, exactly. I don't, this man had made a, made a whole world for a children's card game. For real, shout out! He was tapped in with the Egyptians and everything, man. Exactly, like, and it spawned know. like this big phenomenon, man. Real like, Pan African mangaka, yeah. bro. So, RP to him. Um, definitely, uh, the the influence is is undeniable. The the how big he's able to once again become like Yu Gi Oh's one of like Yu Gi Oh's on Pokemon levels of me of just like. It's, it's anime, <laughs> but it's not really anime. <laughs> I mean, I would consider Yu-Gi-Oh more, but they're both like games. So it's like their creation but, is like something that is just that expansive word. I don't know, man. I, I feel what you're saying. Though. It's not just, but that's the thing. It's not just anime. It's like its own entity. In its yeah, own. like Yu-Gi-Oh is just like, it's, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh was larger than life. Like it was bigger than the show. Yeah. Like he really had me just going to Target and asking their moms for cards and yeah. like sitting down and really getting tens, like yeah, getting tens. Like cats had card holders, like and not even just that though. Like, like man, I I really felt that like you you know I was like this is just I was like this is like Western cartoons to me. <laughs> and like I mean, not even say it like that, but it's just like the that's how ingrained it was of like it's its influence and like how everybody was tapped in with it hey man you know who i want to give that credit to out of all the bs that they've ever done four kids four kids was able to kind of like give us that oh yeah four kids was crazy (laughs) four kids was crazy four kids lineup was wild yeah man they had them too they had what sonic they had it had so many things. Shaman King, like, come on, man! Like, their lineup was crazy. They even had One Piece. So, listen. Yeah, WB Four Kids. That was, yeah, that yeah. shit was crazy. Had but, Jackie Chan Adventures. Listen, it was really tapped in with the with the uh, with our Asians brothers and sisters, man. Oh yeah, for sure. You already know. Static Shock. They had it paved uh, the way. Jowlin Showdown. <laughs> Mucha Lucha. Dang, bro! It was. Hey, look at that. It was hella cultured. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, listen, but you know, Animaniacs. Any man, Animaniacs is black. Oh you know, man, all listen, three of them are black. Listen, man, Animaniacs is that deal. I'll still rewatch some of that, man. Listen, some of that stuff should not have been on TV. I'm not even gonna hold you. You oh, should yeah, not have been watching that as kids. Oh uh, no, watching it as adults now, you definitely catch a lot of stuff. Wacko was a real wacko. Hey, Wacko was. <laughs> hey, Loki, Wacko was. Hey, Wacko was Loki. Uh, he was really gang banging, but. He doesn't really want to talk about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, listen. He didn't even see it. Listen, bro. Wacko was like, he might have been the first cartoon Pyru. Oh my god, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> he really could have been. He didn't even have no seasons. He spelled Wacko W A K K O. Like, come on, bro. And he had the red. Come on, man. The red. He was really the first cartoon character really set tripping. That's oh really wild God. to think about. I mean, he was in California for real, for real. Hey, listen, Wacko greater than sign Wack One Hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna stand on that too. <laughs> Wacko's more important to gangbanging than Wack One Hundred. Oh my! Somebody God. Somebody from California gonna listen to this and try to beat my ass. <laughs> 
Wacko really, Wacko really like nah. He he really <laughs> probably influenced a gang of kids. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Hey man, yeah. But you know, with, even with like all of these things, man, Yu Gi Oh, one of those greatest influences. So you know, RIP. Nah, it's crazy. He, he left behind a great legacy. Definitely. Um, what else? Togashi exhibition. Yep. He also came out with like what was really going on over the last few years. Like the man, he was going through it. Hey man, when he showed how he had a draw. <laughs> hey. Nah, bro, that shit had me. That nah, that shit really broke my heart, man. Yeah, man. Like, when he had to show crazy. how he was drawing for the last, like I was like, damn. I that, said that don't look cozy. That like he all. was really he was folded up. Yeah, man. I'm happy that he's able to at least like do something now, but hey, don't I, please take care of yourselves. Like anybody who's out here work, working themselves to the bone for for the pleasure of these man, listen, please take care of yourself. We see it all the time with Mangaka now, like them putting out the statement like, hey man, we gotta take a break. Like we've been working too hard. Hey, we gonna hit you gotta hit Japan though in October so we can catch this exhibit though. Hey, you you, you might be right on that. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, listen, we got to. Um, but nah, I'd, uh, yeah, I mean, once again, it ties into what we're talking about today because they even talk about that in the in, in Bakuman of like yeah. the health of Mangaka. Yeah, I think the last um, thing that we can talk about before we even get into it is the fact that like the 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 guys who made Stranger Things have been signed on for the live action of Death Note, a eh. whole series for Netflix. Cool. Yeah, I never, I haven't finished Stranger Things, so I mean, I haven't either. But I could really trust them with it. I've I've heard the Running Up the Hill song more time. Like I've heard that songs more times than episodes I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right about that because I <laughs> Running Up the Hill, Running Up the Down. Oh my god, man! Listen, I've I've heard that song more than like. <laughs> As like that's all I feel season four is about now. It's just that one song. Like the, I don't know. And shout out to her though. Like she getting she probably getting money off all these streams you getting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know Netflix money is good money. Shout Either out to Kate Bush. <laughs> Gotta hey, deal man. with God. <laughs> I might have some fun editing this. Hold on. <laughs> man, listen. <laughs> But oh, um, no, nah, yeah. live action Death Note. The movie sucked, but I, I'm pretty sure the TV show gonna go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta let it. The movie was it. ass. They gotta give it that breathing room. They actually have to like give it that time. That's yeah, how I God, feel like it's the only way. Really, movie was bad, but I'm sure they're gonna do a good job with it. Yeah, it's they... not much. It's not like much they gotta do other than catch the like really the suspense of it. I mean, yeah, that's like, it. I mean, if as long as they catch the suspense of it and then catch the like, uh, make sure the 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 makeup artists of of the demons Ryuk look good and all of them. Yeah, Ryuk, Yeah, as long as they look good. Like other than that, it's straight. Exactly. Right. They'll probably be like a one season thing, anyways. I would like to see them try to capture the whole thing if they could. If they if they stop anywhere, they need to stop at like the whole L thing. Like, but, where were they? You say, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you can see, yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. I, I agree with that. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. 
But speaking of Death Note and the creators of Death Note and yeah. all this great stuff, yeah, let's get um, into it. We're, yeah, we're here. Uh, you know this this little breakdown of of Bakuman yep. coming to you straight from Samurai Kame's house. Uh, all right. So if, essentially, if you have not read Bakuman, it's from the creators of Death Note. Yeah. Uh, Sugumi Oba and Takashi Obata. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they make. They make a manga about making manga, yeah, <laughs> and that's really it. But like, it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like it's it's so much. Again, well, okay, so once again, for me reading it, it's not more about the story. Like to be honest, the story is basic. You know, it follows uh follows these two characters. Um, that meet in junior high. Mm-hmm. One had a dream of being a writer, but his art style sucks. Yeah. Um, and then he meets Mashiro, and Mashiro is this kid that's kind of just like, bro, listen, I really don't care about anything like that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm I, I really to... just like drawing for real, but like, I don't want to put it out there like that. And he ends up getting his notebook of his drawings after school one day because he left it in class. And he was like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, this shit's kind of fine. Like, yeah. So then, yeah, he meets, uh, you know, Akito Tagaki, who asked the writer and essentially they create this team. Um, and you know, to, to create a manga together. Uh, and you know, he has to take some, you know, and like, Within this, you know, they tie in some love and their failures and their ups yeah. and downs. They go on break for a little bit, like they do all yeah. these things. So, um, it feels very manga inspired, like it feels like a shonen jump manga, but it has that extra meta layer of like, you know, they're telling these things, but at the same time, like they're all shonen tropes. And yet we're discussing manga inside of these things with them trying to achieve their dreams of, you know, becoming this great duo and them having their own separate dreams, whether it's like him trying to get the love of his life, you know, have them at the end of the story, like, you know, be together somehow once they're successful. You know, they have those tropes. They have themselves working to the bone to just try to get a one shot because they're rookies. Like they're 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 in middle school when they start this journey. And you kind of see them over the course of their life. Like they go to high school, they go to college. Uh, they think about dropping out of college at one point, you know what I'm saying, to try to get some manga go- like going. Like it's a whole lot of things going on. But it's a, like like you said, there are some other things like that are told outside of this manga with like its creation process like they're they show us um in some of the volumes like they're storyboarding like you even said like they weren't even in the same room they were just like hey i'm about to just draw the storyboard pass it off to my editor and then he hands it off to obata and he draws it up and they just work like that they went yeah that's the crazy thing like so you know after reading this this manga i was really interested on the background of it because This is one of those rare mangas that you read, and these like it follows like it, you know what it see. It, it feels like biographical in a weird way. Yeah, of just like you know, this is like one of the first mangas I've read. I mean, especially Shonen Jones where I read where like bro, they get married in it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like their love interests actually play out. <laughs> like they have like real life, like they have like real relationship issues, and, and like, it's like real, real dramatic with it too. Like it, yeah. it has that 
manga flow of like something like Blue Box, where it's like, oh shit, this is a tense ass moment. Like, how are we gonna follow up from this? You know what I'm saying? And it's it's still about the creation of manga, like them still trying to follow their dreams. Is like, how can we still become the best writers that we can for Shonen Jump? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. Oh, uh, you you get to meet like their assistants, but then also at the same time, like you see what their assistants go run off and do. Um, yep. You understand, like, it gives, like, a weird in-depth look of, like, competition inside the workhouse. Yeah. In terms of, like, why rankings actually are very important. Um, oh, yeah. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about earlier, because we meet somebody, um, what's his name? A.G. Nizuma. Um, and he's one of their rivals. He comes out with, like, this hit manga. He has this really eccentric style. And in my opinion, he kind of reminds me of Fujimoto in a way because of just like how out there his his works can be but no matter what they're always still hard hitting to the point within the context of the Bakuman story and like he has all of these people work under him as an assistant one time like uh we got Morihito working under him you know because they can't figure out what they want to do with their works right now you got him you got you know this small little group of people and they all end up going off from becoming assistants to working on their own things and you kind of see that with him because we got you know um yuki kaju for for um hell's paradise we got spy family we got all of these guys who broke off of uh fujimoto and they all went to work off on their own things and you kind of see like you know in in the shonen jump world in in the shueisha world like with all of these people working together like even though we be like man your favorite writer like the internet does that like your favorite writer garbage did these folks really be working with each other like you know, they always no, are yeah, that like they connected. They probably bounce ideas off of each other constantly. They're probably yeah. in the same rooms with each other. Um, once again, like the the assistant to like serialized Wangaka pipeline is probably crazy. Like once again, we talk about Oda all the time, and like how many assistants, how many people don't work under Oda that now is like doing yeah. their own thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like this, I think that's just the best thing I enjoyed about this. Is that it, it really felt that you were getting the real lifestyle. Like there was even a point where they both get sick because of yeah. And, so they <laughs> and they told him like, no, you got to take a break. <laughs> yeah. You got to take a break. And like, you know, what's crazy is that when you read this, their wins, like big, big wins are like few and far between. Like they yeah. fail a lot. They do. <laughs> like a lot of people in here fail like constantly. <laughs> Um, and it's because it's mainly because of AG. Like this man had set the standard early on. It's like, yeah, y'all won't be able to be be at the top of the charts, you know, without me. Like y'all gotta get past me first. Like there's even a point where he was like, man, I'm gonna stop drawing this one thing and I'm gonna draw something different and I'm gonna still try to be at the top of the charts, but I'm not gonna work on my main shit until y'all get back healthy. Like it, it's so much craziness that happens in this in this manga where. It, um, all the characters are working together, building off of each other, but like they still have that support system with each other. Like even though they have their dramatic moments, um, when you see them working together in the manga to create some of their stories, um, somehow, some way, they always manage to, at least for the main core of the people, they always manage to work it out, and you know they come up with a plan to kind of get through the problems. Whether it's even like letting their manga fail. They said that they would let their manga fail at one point just so that they could try to restart and come up with something better because they didn't want to struggle on this thing that they felt like they weren't even putting their all into. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I wonder if there's some mangaka out there who feel like that. Who's like, man, I'm going to just go ahead and end this my damn self. Like, 
I mean, dude does that at the end. He gets 15 weeks of straight number one, and he said that, you know, he had that deal with the editor of, like, all right, you get 15 straight weeks at number one. We'll let you cut whatever manga you want. Yeah. He cut his own. Yeah. Like, he was like, I'm tired of it. He was like, you got to know when to let something in. Like, it's not always about just, like, running something into the ground. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about kind of knowing when to stop and knowing when to pick something up. But then, like, you know, he drops something. You know, he drops one thing, but already had his next thing already completed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I uh once again, this really had me interested in the backstory. So Oba and Bata, when they're you know, obviously they write Death Note after this comes after Death Note. Um yeah. they went on to make Platinum End. We got Obato right now working on um Show of Shoten, and he also did the the art for the the bubble Netflix movie. So like they're they're always working together, or like you see them working on their own projects to get better, like so the crazy thing about this is that when first of all when it was first pitched they didn't they like the editors weren't banging with it and they had to convince them (laughs) Um, (laughs) but the crazy thing is that that they said that they rarely had or like rarely were in the same room working on this yeah so uh Oba will write the story, create the storyboard for the story. He'll pass it all to the editor and they will create like kind of the finalized version of the of the story. Editor will pass it all to Obata and Obata will create his own visual storyboard with just the story that he was given. Mm-hmm. And pretty much Oba said that he trusted him so much and like they just had like he was like there was never a moment he was like there was rarely ever a moment where they disagreed on like what the story should be or how it should be but like these are two like imagine that though yeah you two are writing and creating a story drawing like all that you're not even sitting in the same room having really any physical contact with this person that you're creating this story with like that and like for them to still be on the same page with so much stuff or to be able to like you know go through uh go through it all like that like to me that shit is crazy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being able to do that. Yeah, but I think that's just how, how they've built up that work. Like, we, I think when they... Because this was their second work together. So, like, I think once they hashed out how they were going through Death Note and how they wanted to try to tell this story when they were pitching it, like, they were able to understand each other's, you know, work ethic. Because, yeah, man, they've, they've done so much time. They've done so much time together. Like, they've had this. They've had the short stories for Death Note, I think that in general, like these two, when they're like at their best and they're putting out the work, like even when it's something like this, where they're just kind of telling this autobiographical story without even doing so. Like, I think that just how it it's creation process, the story that they're trying to tell, everything, all the events that unfold in the story that they were allowed to tell in, uh, give from their perspective. I think that's just uh, a credit to this dynamic duo, man. Like they they hold it down all the time. In my opinion, they they don't miss for what the they story they the stories that they try to tell. They don't miss. Um. Then you no. Know, once again, doing more digging. So obviously, in this manga, there's manga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and everybody's writing, but it's really cool that. Each manga in the story, like within the story that the other mangaka in the story are writing, they all have different art styles. And, you know, once again, these two are talked about or Obata talked about a lot of this stuff. He didn't like a lot of those little things like they didn't draw like they really went out and found different artists and different writers to help like storyboard and create like 
actual like create the mangas that like the characters inside the story were writing so in a weird way this whole like i think that's probably too that ties into why this is such a good manga about mangas because it wasn't just them two really writing it or creating it like, it was, it was a, it was a, a collective a, effort yeah it was like a collective of like people who are actually kind of chipping in and, and putting stuff into this and so I'm sure that they were able to get a lot more different stories and a lot more different things like out of it, which is really cool to like think about of like, damn, like they really took the time to do like this big collaborative process to make this manga about, you know, about mangaka and what it really takes to be a manga writer and what it like, you know, so I think that once again is I, I like that was just like that once again, these, these things that after I got done reading it, that was really interesting to me. Yeah, I was like, damn, like I was like, I really want, like, you know, that's like. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So you know, we had so many different manga, and they all had like their own stories as they were following through. Which story do you think you like the most out of all the ones oh, that were told? Oh, that uh, 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 what's the crime crime party? Oh yeah, the crime where they um end off with where, the bang at the crimes. Yeah, but like they everybody's committing crimes and just trying to just see how they get they're getting away with it. Yep. But once again, though, it was cool that inside the story though. So Crime Party was one of their like one of the mangas that they were able to get serialized and probably what their it was like their first one. Well, yeah, not their first one, like, or like second most popular one. Yeah, because yeah. their their most popular one is the one where they eventually get animated. Yep. Um. But that one, it was cool, too, to see kind of the things that they had to go through to write that because they're like, well, we don't, you know, the troubles that they're coming into because they're like, well, we don't want this manga to feel like we're glorifying crime. Yeah. You know, and so, like, they were having that issue with their editors of, like, yo, like, the things that you're writing in here, like, how can we not make it, you know what I'm saying, keep it kid appropriate and not make it look like we're, you know, Actually telling kids to something. go out and commit crimes. Yeah, it kind of eventually me. to the point though where they wanted to drop it, and so they're just like, "All right, we're gonna just turn up the heat on this." Yeah, so it does get canceled. Um, and, and they literally ended with a bang, like it. it yeah, uh, that was probably one of my favorite ones. Um, another really, I wasn't like uh, manga in there, but one of moment that I do enjoy or did enjoy is the fact that when they when they came back from hiatus yeah, and they're trying to pick up where they left off, but you know, eventually the money they're working on gets canceled. Cause they were just like, well, y'all been gone for too long. And like how, you know, like how are you supposed to, you know, they had no fan interest in it. Mm-hmm. And it just once in, you know, obviously with Togashi coming back, I really started to wonder of like, wow, what, Togashi's been gone for how long? Like, when was the last? Uh, 2018 was the last, right? Yeah, four years. So, for me, it's like, wow, what really caused it? Like, what is it? Is it name? Is it because it's like, oh, shit, Togashi's coming back? Or is it, like, the actual story of Hunter Hunter? Where, is you know, where he's able to be gone for four years and the fact that he's now coming back and, like, saying that, hey, chapters are going to be coming out soon, where now everyone is like starting to feed in and starting to be like, yo, like I can't wait for this next Togashi issue. I think because I don't feel like, cause I feel like I, I you know, like if, if something like, 
It's Sakamoto days. If Yuto Suzuki goes on hiatus for three years and tries to come back with Sakamoto days, do you think that he gets that same reception? Um, honestly, compared to Togashi, no. Compared to Togashi, no. But I think that's also because Yuto Suzuki, this is his first work. So I think in the same vein of how like Detective Trap fell because these guys were new works, whereas you know we got Togashi who is established works. And we know what he's capable of. And you saw that, like, in 48 hours, this man got 100, uh, like, a million followers just for people to follow his work. And he's almost, like, at 3 million now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's the name alone and, like, what he's capable of where he could come back after so long versus somebody like Yuta Suzuki. Like, not saying that people probably wouldn't be hyped because Sakamoto Days is that deal. But what we want to know what the landscape is like then. And there could probably be something going on that's, like, hundreds of chapters in, like, that surpassed um, Sakamoto Days at the moment. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. I think that it wouldn't be the same as Togashi. But that being yeah. said, it's like... Well, not even saying it's on the same level as Togashi, but it's just like, if he had, if he had a, like announced right now, like, yo, I'm going on hiatus, he, like, his reception when he's finally like, hey, I'm back. Like, yeah. it, once again, is it name? Is it title? Is it, like, is it a mixture of evenness of both? Like, it's one of those things for me. of just like, I don't know. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I don't think for him, not so much. I think it, you would have to be somebody of um, of a respectable authority, I would say, in Shonen Jump to, to get the only other that. person I really think that could do that if they did it, I mean, would be Horikoshi. We got Black Clover on it now and uh, One Piece. like they're, they're, But they're not like on years. It's just I mean? a couple months. Yeah. But like even I think it would be granted the years. One piece I think would be granted that time. But yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just an interesting thing, like an interesting concept to me to think about. Just like damn, yeah. that how many times that probably does happen to just Mangaka who does have a good thing running. It's just like they had to go on hiatus, had to go on break, and then just like that break was just a tad bit too long, and people just tapped out. It was just like all right, I ain't even. And I, I think I that's like anymore. I think that's also why I think because we also have news of like um. Uh, Shonen Jump Plus and all the stuff that they got going on too. And I think that's something that the Shonen Jump department has been trying to work on where they can allow the creators to take their breaks and, you know, not adhere to the tight schedules that weekly Shonen Jump pushes out. You know what I mean? Because that's still like the main thing. Whereas with, we see like, I see it all the time with Manga Plus, like, things be taking a break all the time. We just got an illustration for Spy Family this week instead of an actual chapter. Like, oh. Um, he green for that. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we see stuff like that. I think um, early on in Kaiju number eight, it was, like, three weeks, then a month, and then a week break. And then he switched to bi-weekly. So, like, I think Shonen Jump is learning their lessons slowly but surely. And I think that's also why Fujimoto isn't adhering to the Sunday drops and is moving to Tuesdays, which I would be greatly happy for. You know what I mean? Like, we get more of that, and he gets to take the breaks and take the time to, you know, properly tell out the story. I think that they're, we're in a better space than where Bakuman sets itself because we see a lot of those mangaka back then who were probably, like, taking their breaks. I think Oda took like several breaks back then at around like what, 2008. Um, Cause that was around Thriller Bark area. But yeah, man, I, it's just a, a, 
a very interesting manga, a very good manga, I think, in, in Bakuman and the stories that it tells, like, yeah, like I love the I love the fact that like the editor in chief there is like uh, based on even a the real character's person. name is there was the real editor in yeah, chief that was yeah. there at the, during the time it was getting serialized. Um, they said that they said that he never said anything about it, uh, <laughs> but they had they were just under the assumption that he didn't like it, but it just worked in the story so well that he never said anything. He was like, "I'm gonna let this slide." Yeah, he was like, like "I don't know if he really fucks with this," but they were just like, "I don't." I'm gonna let like, them have their fun. That's just tight. Um, or like, uh, I know for the anime, they had to change the name of the. Or of the publishing or like the magazines, yeah, because it was shown on Japanese public TV, and that would have been you know due to their like laws and you know mm. media laws over there, they can't like self advertise, yeah. So you can still use like they're still able to use like the you no know, One Piece and like those, but they couldn't like say like Weekly Shonen Jump, so they had to change like the yeah. names for that. Um, they do yeah, it sometimes, once... like they do it sometimes. It depends. It's a it's a very sketchy thing. Yeah, but I know that they had like different rules among that. I think that was more so for the anime than the uh than the actual manga though. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. It was it's it's a great read. I feel that if you're really looking for something that you know, we talk a lot about how we like really grounded stories, especially like um you no, know, obviously we champion things like blue box and other things like that. But like mm-hmm. if you're really wanting something that feels real like feels biographical and feels like okay like granted it's dramatized a bit but it gives i feel a true like look inward of what a mangaka goes through yeah and and the life of a mangaka and like kind of their rise like i said like it's not like they just it's not like they just shot to the top it's not like they just kind of just are able to just like you know, lot you know, like they just had win after win and had all like they were failing a lot. Like there's yeah. I mean there's even a point where uh uh <laughs> dude dude is so stressed he snaps out on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and not to say it like that, but it's just like he's just stressed. He's like, yo, I got like the world is like crushing me. And there's like, you know, a moment where you know these guys you know they're working together in tandem, but they they split off early. Yeah. So you know, and and he's working as an illustrator under on another uh, manga, and another he's working as a writer, and they're both you know, and and them taking that time away from each other, like help them grow in their own skill, and then they come back together after being based like they're both working, I think, on detective based mangas. Yeah. They came back and was just like, "Yo, like we should do something detective based, or we should do something." You know, and so it's like. Once again, you see kind of like the real grind and the real story of it, and you get really drawn into that. And I, I like my favorite aspect of the story. Once again, it that's what really got me. Like when I was in it, I was like, man, like I actually kind of want to know what was going on behind the scenes when actually creating this because yeah. I felt that like I was like I, I need to see if it matches up. And in, in reality, it did. When they talked about <coughs> a lot of things they had to go through just even writing this own manga. But once yeah. again, them bringing in other voices and other artists and other, th- you know, you get, I feel that having all these little bits of bits and pieces of knowledge throughout it helps it feel very authentic. Definitely. I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you are a fan of Shonen Jump and you are wondering, like, why things are the way they are, how things get serialized, how things are, how mangaka work with each other, how you hear maybe, you know, Somebody who is an assistant of someone ends up getting a one shot or ends up getting their stuff serialized. I think this is a great 
starter entry into the world of Shonen Jump because it, it really gives you that Shonen manga feeling without like having to do the whole battle action thing that, you know, Shonen Jump promotes every day. Like it gives you that really down to earth feel of, you know, these two boys are just normal high schoolers or middle schoolers and they're trying to get their own manga published and go through the steps of real world and real like hard work and determination efforts into getting their stuff serialized in the Shonen Jump just to make their dreams come true. It's a really, really good series. I think everybody should at least take the time to look out and, you know, just 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 take a look at it. It's a really good, it's a fun read, man. Like even with like some of the antagonists, like some of the people that they meet, like you see one of their early on like classmates and he's like always trashing on their writing, on their drawings because he thinks he's a good artist and he like ends up getting something semi-serialized at another publisher and that that's kind of like garbage. You know what I mean? Like you, you see stuff like that. You or see- or Yoki, when she told him that, she needs to grow up and, and stop trying to be a manga writer. Oh, and she, man. she turns around and becomes one. Yeah, listen, man. He didn't know the grind. She thought it was she easy. thought it she was, was easy. Like, she thought it was sweet. <laughs> she was like, boy, I could do this too. She was getting no. her heart broke. No. Editor was breaking her heart. You're like, this is garbage. And then she ends up no, here's the I think the funniest part. Like the what is his name? Nakai, the big guy who was working with AG in the beginning, and like he his whole downward spiral, bro. Like that man. Oh, bro, he that. <laughs> one failure cooked him. Yeah, one failure, he was done. Man. Oh my god, listen, man, that was wild. Hihi Maru is like probably my favorite one. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like the dude was just an office worker, and then he just wanted to become a mangaka. But then he he didn't realize how hard it would be to be like that. So his editor just keeps bribing him to make it more chapters. Like, come on, man. That man was that. that, And he gets the girl in the end. And he gets Shorty in the end. Like, come on. He's kind of yeah. playing. Yeah. So, I mean, once again, uh, Bakuman gets the big eye stamp of approval. I think it is, once again, I think it's just a great read. I think it's a, um, I, it's like a, it's a different pace, especially if you're looking for something that's different pace. Like it's not corny, like how you think it would be. Kind of yeah. starts off a little corny, but it it gets you it know, gets there. Yeah, especially once you start seeing them in the midst of it, like they're yeah. well, they you know ten toes in it. Oh, it's crazy. So yeah, man. Uh, Bakuman's, a, I think yeah, Bakuman's a great read. Everybody should tap into it. Yeah, um, so this is gonna be wrapping up. Uh, this episode of the Big Eyes podcast. Yeah. But before we go. Yeah, man. Before we go. What's up? First of all, I want to thank everybody who has ever tapped into an episode of the Big Eyes podcast. Thank you. Um, Thank you to everyone who has ever supported the Big Eyes podcast. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded, shared it with their friends. Even if you listen to a snippet commented on a look on a po- gave us feedback on anything man anything i want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you very much and with that the big eyes podcast will be ending in three episodes yeah so you're getting your last two you're getting dr stone again dr stone you're getting, getting bleach, bleach and, and then we got one more and that's our big goodbye yeah. To uh, to to everybody, but I just once again I want to thank everyone for for all the support. You know, well, it's like almost two and a half years running yeah, on man. this. So I, you know, I, you know, 
yeah just thank you yeah um, thank you for bringing me on man it's been a fun uh, ride it's, it's been a, it's been a great ride uh but no man big eyes podcast will be ending uh, episode 120 will be our final episode so we got two more episodes going into uh for summer at comments and then we'll have one last one after that but once again we just want to thank everybody for for all the support all the love and for uh Damn, we only get to do this three more times, but or four counting this. But AD, what's the sign off? Man, listen, please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout, only on the lookout for the rest of the Big Eyes podcast, man. We we love y'all, man. Be easy. Take care.